Hello and welcome to SuvataCast. I'm Esme, I'm the founder of SuvataYoga.com, and this show is here to help guide you on your journey through yoga and wellness so you can become your best self ever. In this episode, I'm spotlighting extended triangle pose. But before we get into that, a quick message about our sponsor. It's worth noting that extended triangle pose or Utita Trikonasana and triangle pose or Trikonasana are the same thing. This really confused me when I was getting started until I realized that yoga teachers just call extended triangle pose or Utita Trikonasana by the shortened version, which is just Trikonasana or triangle pose. So if you get confused when you see someone talking about extended triangle pose and then you see them also talking about triangle pose, don't worry about it. They're just shortening the name of the pose. For the rest of this episode, I'm just going to call it triangle pose or Trikonasana and we're going to ditch the word extended because I want to make it less confusing for you and I don't want to flip back and forth. I want to use the most common parlance because that's what you're most likely going to see if you're looking up this pose on YouTube or if you're in Yoga Journal or any of the other pose libraries that are out there on the internet. Triangle is a core standing pose that you will encounter in almost every style of yoga, including Suvata. There are a few key benefits to triangle pose that make it worth incorporating in your practice. It increases balance, it elongates and opens the spine and side waist, it opens your shoulders, chest, hips, and hamstrings, it engages and strengthens your knees, ankles, and thighs, and it can be very effective in helping to reduce back pain. There are a few ways to come into Trikonasana, but I find it's easiest for beginners to come into the pose when you're already in Warrior 2, as your feet are already in the correct position. So for the sake of this tutorial, we're going to say your right leg is in front in Warrior 2. While in Warrior 2, with your right arm extended forward, palm down, and your left arm extended behind you, also with the palm down, straighten your right leg by engaging the muscles in your right thigh. Draw your right femur back into the socket so your leg is straight. While maintaining a straight back, reach long with your right hand as if you're trying to reach something on the far side of the room, while simultaneously reaching towards the back of the room with your left hand. Take note of the extension in your arms. Maintain that engagement and the straightness in your arms and begin to pivot down by folding at your right hip crease. Make sure to keep your arms straight and try not to bend the knee deeply. Lower your right hand to your shin, ankle, or floor, whatever is possible and also comfortable for you. If you cannot reach the floor, do not worry. Ensure your shoulders are square and the left shoulder is stacked on top of the right. Reach your left fingertips towards the ceiling without extending the shoulder. Take note here of the openness in your chest. Turn your head gently to gaze towards your left fingertips. If you have cervical spine issues, do not do this, but rather maintain a neutral position with your neck. After a few breaths, see if you can deepen the pose by leaning deeper into your right hip crease. Slightly soften your right knee to prevent hyperextension, but don't fully bend it. Hold the pose for at least 10 breaths in total. 
and then switch to the left side. The intention of this pose should not be to reach the floor with your bottom hand. Rather, focus on keeping both sides of your waist long. You should only practice with your fingertips or palm on the floor if you can maintain length on the underside of the torso. If you collapse into the underside of your torso, it is perfectly okay to practice with a block. This will allow you to maintain that length and it is a perfectly acceptable expression of the pose. You do not have to reach down to the floor. You can deepen this pose by creating a bind. Wrap your top arm around your back and connect the back of your hand to your front hip crease. This will deepen the twist and further open your shoulders and your chest. Thank you very much for tuning into this episode. We're going to end our time together with a meditation, but before we do, I would like to ask you to subscribe to this show in your favorite podcast player so you're notified every time there's a new episode. You can find links, show notes, and more over at suvatayoga.com slash podcast. That's S-U-V-A-T-A-Y-O-G-A dot com slash podcast. Find your comfortable seat, whatever that may be, whether you're in a chair, on your yoga mat, or on the bed. Make any gentle movements you need to here, and slowly close your eyes. Roll your shoulders forward gently, and then back. Make gentle circles with your shoulders. Make note of any sensations you're feeling right now. Start to gently rotate your head from side to side. Bring your chin over to your shoulder. Notice a slight stretch on the back of your neck. Bring your chin over to the opposite shoulder and check in with the back of your neck. Does it feel different on this side than the other? Bring your chin back to center, parallel to the ground. Take a deep breath in, and as you exhale, let your body soften deeper into relaxation. Return to natural breath. Notice how your breath flows in and out. Make no attempt to change the way you are breathing. Simply acknowledge the way your body breathes. 
When your attention wanders, bring it back to your breath. Allow any thoughts, any feelings you're having to flow out of you as you exhale. back to your breath. Notice how the air flows into your body and then flows out. Notice how your body softens as you exhale and how it expands as you inhale. As you exhale, consciously release all of the negativity that you are feeling. back into your body make any small gentle movements you need to inhale deeply and slowly open your eyes as you exhale namaste